Hello, hello. Welcome to the second episode of Project It Girl. Oh my goodness, we're here. Um, the first episode came and went, and I'm super, super excited for how that went. And we're just going to jump right into this second episode because honestly, I didn't think we would make it this far. <laughs> but here we are, guys. Um, I'm your host, Rachel. You know, for those of you that listened to the first episode, if you're listening to this from the sec- second episode, why? But anyway, I'm just going to introduce myself again because, you know, I'm nice like that. So yeah, I'm Rachel, college girl, Instagram influencer extraordinaire, <laughs> um, general, all-around, fun, joyful person, and um, I do occasionally love to give some advice into a microphone over the internet as well as talk about my problems on this podcast. So here we are. So yeah, episode two, amazing, great guys, we're we're here. So I'm just gonna straight off tell you, you probably read from the title, but today we're gonna be talking about how many times can you actually glow up? You know, this is gonna be this is gonna be a good one, I think. Because it's been on my mind for, you know, the past week and I've been thinking, I've been like, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to hit these beautiful, beautiful listeners with? And I think this is going to be a funny, a funny topic. We're just going to get right into it. It's going to be a little informative, but it's going to be more, more just chit chat today, you know? So yeah, um, first of all, before we get right into anything we're going to be doing today, I just want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart you know you listened to the first episode and there was so much positive feedback like I what I straight off wasn't expecting all of that but you know you guys you really just came through as soon as you finished it you came to me you dm me you messaged me whatever it was wherever it was and you were just like I really loved it and I'm so happy and I love you and I really really love and appreciate you guys as my listeners for doing that it was just the sweetest thing I just want to let you guys know that I know I say I love you all the time, but I really do. Like, if you're my, like, listener and you listen to me and you genuinely are here for the Project It Girl podcast, then I'm just always going to be here for you. You can DM me, message me about anything, and I promise I'm here for you. I got you, girl. Like, literally from anything from, Rachel, I'm not <laughs> I'm not feeling good today, to I kind of want sushi, Rachel, and I don't know where to go. I'll tell you, I'll literally Google this for you. Just tell me where you are and I'll Google a sushi place for you. That's that's how cool we are on this podcast, you know? So yeah, episode two, this is going to get a little crazy and <laughs> we are definitely, definitely jumping right into it with the aesthetic word of the day. We always have to get that in before any main part of this podcast, the aesthetic word of the day, which a lot of you seem to love, so I'm glad I did something right with that. So yeah, today's aesthetic word of the day is ingenue. Yes, you heard that right, ingenue, spelled I-N-G-E-N-U-E, and pronounced like that. (laughs) Um... Before I give you guys a definition, I'm just going to tell you that I had such an internal conflict when I looked at this word because I knew how it was supposed to be pronounced because I'd heard it before from wherever. Don't ask me. I've I've been to some strange places in my life. I've heard this word before. But yeah, ingenue. And I was just like, kind of looking at it and I was like, English is so weird, bro. Like, how <laughs> how is it going to be pronounced like that and spelled like that? But then I guess if you really look at it, depending on who 
you are, you could pronounce it ingenue, but then you'd be strange because it really does not look like it's supposed to be pronounced ingenue. I genuinely don't know what it looks like it's supposed to be pronounced as, but you you just don't get that vibe straight off from looking at the word. But yeah, um, enough about <laughs> my internal mental complex. We're going to talk about what ingenue means. So ingenue is... You know, genuinely, this is the Google definition, by the way, a native and innocent female character, you know, in a movie or a book or like a a TV show, it's kind of like a character trope. Like you have the mean girl character trope, the cool girl, the infamous cool girl character trope from, um, uh, what was it? Gone Girl by Gilligan Flynn, that infamous cool girl monologue. Emily Ratajkowski was so, so pretty in that movie, by the way. But yeah, you know, this is kind of a character trope, you know, kind of like Sandy in Greece. And like, if you've seen Hamlet, which I don't know why you have, I haven't, but this was one of the examples, Ophelia, you know, so um, Ophelia and Hamlet. So by the way, I was just joking. Um, Now, Shakespeare is classic literature, and that was one of the requirements for us to read when I was in like 11th, 12th grade and Shakespeare is always fun. I was, I was kidding guys. Don't be like, oh my gosh, she hates classic literature. I don't guys. We are academics. I'm in college. We, we know these things kind of. <laughs> so yeah, ingenues. That was basically it. Like as soon as I saw that word, I was like, I have to talk about ingenues because <laughs> it's just fun to say like say it say it right now just wherever you are I'm sorry if you're like in the car with your family or somewhere with your friend just say ingenue it's like fun to say and then also like it's kind of I think as I was doing more research on the word because that's a totally normal thing to do I was like ingenue you know so it's it's more of a thing that you know notice that the examples I gave are more classic examples because you know, something interesting I found about this um, word and, like, trope and stuff is that it's not... It's kind of a dying breed right now. It's, like, going extinct, this word. This this trope of ingenue is going extinct because, you know, in the modern movie climate and TV show climate, I mean, I'm guilty of this, you know, an ingenue kind of doesn't fit in anymore in our, like, modern society, I guess. Like, writers don't write this girl in. They'd rather write in the cool girl or the mean girl or, like, the femme fatale or, like, you know, things like that where it's just, like, this interesting character that's, like, overly, you know, ambitious and confident and, like, seductive and all these things. And then this kind of more naive, sweet character gets pushed to the side because, like, apparently nobody cares anymore. (laughs) And I just thought that was so funny because... It says a lot about our modern society. Like, people are all like, oh, nothing's really changed between now and, like, maybe the 1950s when Sound of Music came out. But it's like a lot has changed because at least when, by the way, Maria, if you've seen Sound of Music, which you definitely should. That's a classic. One of my favorite movies. My family loves to watch that movie on family um, movie nights, you know? So, yeah, if you've seen Sound of Music, Maria, the main character is classified as an ingenue, you know, because she starts off as this innocent nun character that gets transformed by Captain, and she meets the kids, and it's just a lovely family story with top-tier music and singing production, might I add, way, way before it's time, beautiful, so, (laughs) so yeah, she's, she's an ingenue, and she, that movie came out 
you know, decades ago, you know, probably what, like 70 years ago, maybe something like that. Please, please do not Google me. And like, I know, so I know I'm wrong, guys. I know I'm wrong about that, but I really just can't be bothered to Google this right now. So um, I'm not giving you fake facts. Just I'm saying that I'm probably wrong. It's probably it's between 70 to 90. (laughs) please no one no one google it and then dm me and be like rachel you're wrong like people are gonna leave reviews after this and be like she's always giving false information guys i'm I'm telling you i don't know but we're not even gonna no we're not gonna talk about that i'm not gonna get sidetracked but yeah so basically you know the difference between when the sound of music came out and now is that literally the first like 10 minutes of a movie if you miss the first 10 minutes of a movie you will be so confused because you'll go in and there's just like a scene of people doing goodness knows what there's like a makeout scene and like all these crazy things happening because I think people I think as a society our attention span has just like gone all the way down to the point where we can't watch a movie in the first 10 minutes and then if something exciting isn't happening we're just like oh yeah okay cool bye so, you know, something like The Sound of Music, where it's like, you have to really appreciate it, because she was, like, singing in a field. <laughs> she was singing and spinning in a field for the te- first ten minutes of the movie. So it's like, a lot of modern generation Gen Z, I'm Gen Z, so I'm not, like, hating on Gen Z, I'm not, like, a boomer or anything, but yeah, it's a, a lot of kids can't really appreciate that these days, because she'll be singing in the field, and they'll be like, what, where's the action? what is going on, you know? And (laughs) why isn't she shooting things? Why isn't she like jumping over fences? Why hasn't she made out with the main male character yet? And it's like, no, can we just please appreciate the scenery, the music? Can we do that? But no, this generation, and I'm, I'm guilty of it. You know, sometimes I go into a movie and I'm like, hey, what is going on? I thought there were, there was going to be I thought there was going to be some action, some romance. I thought this was going to be one of those, and then it's just not. So I guess that's that's a main main part about it. I love how I went from <laughs> talking about the aesthetic word of the day to just detailing the problems within movie tropes in movies. That's real. That's not even what this podcast is about. But hey, that's why I love. That's why I love talking to you guys. Because really. You know, we're here for the advice and, you know, the pep talks and all that. But we're also here to just talk. And, like, if you agree with me, feel free to message me. Like I said, my DMs are always open, you know, on the Project It Girl Instagram, Twitter, you know, any any place that you find me, you know. And literally just my personal. Like, if you listen to this podcast, you can DM me on my personal stuff, too, which is at Rachel Giddy. You can always hit me up there. But, um, yeah, you know, so that, that's it. We're gonna, we're gonna move from the aesthetic word of the day because this has turned into the aesthetic movie commentary, (laughs) um, social, social justice commentary part of the day. And I don't know, I don't know how we did that, but you know, it's good. So yeah, I thought I would introduce a new segment. This one isn't going to be every podcast but I just thought this would be so hilarious to (laughs) to throw into this podcast just because I'm here to entertain I love I love you know finding things and then sharing them with you guys because that is that's just how we roll on this podcast so yeah this is going to be called the 
relationship advice segment of the podcast. And um, let me tell you guys, this is this is where it's at. I'm just going to be honest with you. So I know if you're if you're if you're listening to this, you may or may not be familiar with the website called Reddit. And Reddit Reddit is a strange strange place. It's an interesting place, guys. You know, I'm not there often because you it's not where it's not really where you want to be. You know, there's there's not really much going on there. It's a lot of incels and just weird stuff on there. But you know, when you get into the good stuff, when you get into the, you know, little, um, okay, I, I feel like I should explain, you know, Reddit is, it's a website where you can have little communities called subreddits. So when you get into these subreddits where you find quote unquote normal people and it's just the most outrageous things, let me, let me, let me just get into it guys. This subreddit, <laughs> the subreddit is the relationship subreddit. And, um, oh boy, this, this place is where people come to get relationship advice from the community and the relationship advice that people ask for on there, guys, it is mind boggling. Like I didn't know about this. So I think I'll start this off by (laughs) reading the description for this subreddit. So here we have... Our Relationships is a community built around helping people and the goal of providing a platform for interpersonal relationship advice between Redditors. We seek posts from users who have specific and personal relationship quandaries. Huh. That's interesting. That other Redditors can help them try to solve. Quandaries. That's, That's a new word. Let me know if that should be the aesthetic word for... Next, next week's um, podcast, we, we're going to learn about quandaries next week. So yeah, it has 2.9 million members and was created on July 9th, 2008. Oh, July 9th, 2008, guys. This is, we're almost reaching the anniversary for the creation of this subreddit. So yeah, 2008, that's a lot. That's a lot of posts, guys. I'm not going to lie. That is a lot of posts. And when I read this, you're gonna you're gonna understand what I mean. So here we're gonna I, I handpicked this post because I I feel this is um interesting because there there are a lot more like this guys. There are way worse ones, but I want to keep my monetization. So I'm just gonna get into this wholesome wholesome piece of advice here. So here, my twenty boyfriend twenty four is going on a girl's trip. So this is Neil. So she says, throw away as he knows my other account. So right off the bat, she's telling us that she's using a different account because she doesn't want him to find this. I wonder why. She says, a few weeks ago, my boyfriend of about seven months, I also live with him, told me he was invited to go and spend the weekend at his female friend's big house in the countryside with six girls. He said no to this offer, as he thought it was a bit strange, and I agreed. Cut to two days ago, he says that now only four girls will be there, and that he wants to go now, but he said he doesn't want to go unless I go with him. So of course I agreed to go. Now I'm not allowed to come, as it's close friends only, but he still wants to go. What? (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Okay, wait, no. I'm going to read this whole thing, guys, and then and then I'm going to then I'm going to talk about it. And you guys can 
message me after this and just let me know what you think because this is so interesting. I don't know why I'm so upset about this, she says. I will be alone for the entire time seeing as none of his friends are here in the city and so I won't see anyone. I've only met these girls once and so I'm a bit iffy about this whole situation but I'm so upset that it threw me into a huge anxiety attack which I don't think is normal. Could someone give me any input? Am I being insane? My boyfriend is going away with four girls without me. I'm upset about it. And then she she had an update because apparently people were responding. She goes, update, kind of. Left some things out when I first wrote this as I really didn't expect so many responses. Thank you for them all. I'm a girl, by the way. Sorry about that. I expressed my slight anger and overwhelming sadness about this when he first told me last night that I was not allowed to go anymore. He just said that I need to trust him. I was so visibly upset by this that I assumed he had changed his mind about going. But today, he said, he informed me he still wanted to go, which just set me off again, so I thought I'd try and get some impartial judgment from here. I do have a tendency to bottle things up. Same. As to not be a bother slash be controlling, but this is the one thing I really got upset about. Me and these girls got along fine when I spent a few hours with them before. However, I was always very worried about the girl hosting, as my boyfriend was always talking about her, slash talking to her on the phone, slash going for walks together. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and bought her a rather expensive birthday gift. Withholding the commentary till I'm done, guys. After sort of jokingly telling me he wouldn't spend as much money on me. Hmm. When I met her, she was a bit standoffish, but warmed up to me, I suppose, as we were quite tipsy. I just know they've been friends for a long time, so if something was going to happen, it probably would have by now. Also, re Left alone, I don't mean to sound so dramatic about being left by myself. I just feel like he's leaving to go and be with these girls while I'm having a quite rough time in other areas of my personal life, so I was just wallowing a bit. Okay, so that... <laughs> That was a trip, guys. That that was a trip. And I'm in no means making fun of her situation. Because it's hard out here. Relationships are so, so difficult. And they can be the worst thing ever when you want them to be. But this is... This really... This is really interesting here. This I've, I've honestly... I will be honest that I've never quite seen anything like this. And, um... I think it's I think it's quite alarming, you know, just just that the I I'm just personally going to say that, you know, this situation wouldn't happen because to me, you know, because I personally I I'm not a jealous person and I'm very I'm trying to be secure, you know, looking at episode one and how we handled things there but um no this would this would not happen with me honey like I know he has girlfriends and I know all that but that he's not he's not going on a girl's trip with six of his girlfriends without me that is that isn't happening and I really really appreciate her for being confident and secure in herself to let this happen but the antecedents guys are that he literally is treating one of his girl best friends better than he treats her. 
And that's just what doesn't sit right with me because I understand, you know, long-time friendships. I have long-time friends. I have people that I've been friends with for a long, long time. And it's just like, why why would you, like, he joked about, he joked about not spending as much money on her ever as the watch he got for this girl best friend that didn't initially like her because she was his girlfriend. Like, guys, what what are we not, what dots are not connecting here? This is just so interesting to me how these things happen in the world and I'm just not you know I'm gonna make a whole different episode like multiple episodes on relationship drama and things like that but this I just thought I would share that with you guys and give a little bit of my um wholesome commentary because we have to keep monetized so I'm just gonna just gonna leave you guys with that definitely message me and let me know what you think about this situation because Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear, guys. So yeah, we we're going to we're just going to leave that. Definitely if you want to check the subreddit out and like give me give me your own personal relationship, you know, quandaries, <laughs> I will definitely be happy to read them on here and talk about them. But yeah, there's a whole lot more like this, guys. Like there there this is a this this subreddit is a fever dream. I'm just going to be 100% honest with you guys. So that that was that. And now now that I've spent literally <laughs> literally 20 minutes doing everything else, now we're going to get into the actual main point of this episode, guys, which is how many glow-ups can you really have? And I'm going to answer that for you because guys, the answer is and should be a lot. <laughs> So yeah, now we are finally here, the actual focal point of this episode, guys. I'm, I never, <laughs> never thought we would get here because I just like, I love finding interesting things and just throwing them on here to entertain you guys. I really do because that relationship advice segment, I just knew that that had to be something that we do on here because I... It was just so entertaining, guys. Literally, if you don't if you don't know what I mean, just go go look at it right now. Most entertaining few minutes of my day, hands down. So, um anyway, guys, we, you know, this this focal point here is, you know, how many times can you glow up? And I think I briefly briefly touched on this in last week's episode where you know I was talking about self-love and how you know self-love can sort of you know experience (laughs) that's gonna get cut out how self-love can sort of experience this sort of intersectionality with um glow-up culture and you know how people prioritize physical glow-ups over mental and emotional glow-ups and, um, you know, that is something that I think more people need to think about, you know, especially me, you know, I had a wild, wild glow up and I'm going to talk about that, but I think I'm just going to talk about what I mean when I say how many times can you glow up and, you know, I'm going to answer that. So, you know, when I talk about, you know, the the amount of times you can glow up, I think, you know, that the answer to that question is endless times like you you're constantly evolving constantly changing constantly quote-unquote glowing up and you know becoming the best version of yourself I feel like you know at 15 the best version of yourself looks different than it does at 20 
the same way at 20, the best version of yourself looks different than it does at 25 and, you know, so on and so forth. So I feel like you're constantly changing, you're constantly evolving. And in your life, you should have many, many, many glow ups, you know, which I personally, I mean, I'm only 18, (laughs) going to be 19 next week, guys. Stay tuned for the birthday episode. But, you know, I'm only 18 and I feel, you know, I've had many glow ups you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, even spiritually, you know, if you really want to get into spirituality and faith and things like that, you know, I really have had many glow ups in those aspects. And it just comes from sort of recognizing that glow ups don't only have to be physical. You don't just have to physically glow up, even though, you know, that's the way most people sort of that's the way most people sort of recognize glowing up is that oh you had this major glow up you know your hair is longer you know your face is you know your cheekbones are higher and you know your body looks better like that's that's great you know that's always great when you have that sort of physical transformation that shows you know how your mind body you know and emotions and everything have come together to sort of manifest this physical attractive appearance that everybody can see but it's like that's not that's not the main part of what your glow up should be centered around. I feel, you know, your glow up should be centered around, you know, your mental state and like your emotions and how you can transform your thoughts and your feelings into positive action, which will eventually lead to this attractive, huge glow up that everybody is looking for and searching for, you know, because at the end of the day. I'm just going to be honest, not everyone, not everyone is, you know, going to be, you know, this top flying supermodel. Not everyone looks like that. Not everyone needs to look like that. You know, so when people are constantly, you know, showing these images of themselves at much less attractive states and then turning into this like supermodel, I mean, that's great for them, but that's not always everybody's journey and that's not always going to be everyone's result if that makes sense so I'm basically saying that you know you know I see a lot of you know tweets and like posts on Instagram and like even TikTok and stuff like that where people are like oh why is my glow up keep passing me I'm gonna glow up I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and it's like your glow up everybody's glow up looks different I genuinely feel everyone's glow up looks different because you know you could have someone that did this complete you know, 180 transformation and they went from literally not being the most attractive person to this like incredibly attractive person that, you know, is so attractive to most people and their mental state is terrible. Like their emotional state is terrible. And it's like, yeah, okay, on the outward, on the outward appearance and the way people see you and perceive you in the world, you look great, but you literally feel horrible every day. Like, you feel like a terrible person. You don't like yourself despite reaching this sort of physically attractive peak, so to say. And I think, I think that's, that's something that sort of needs to change as a society. And it needs to be like the society wide shift where it's like, you know, when you glow up, you also need to take into account your emotional state. You need to take into account your mental state you need to take into account your spiritual state and how you're feeling in that moment and how you want to continue feeling for the rest of your life you know because it's those things that will bring the glow up if that makes sense 
and not just the physical glow up. Like, I'm not going to say anyone can, you know, eat healthy and, you know, work out and do a skincare routine. Like, I'm not going to say, like, it's, you know, it's hard to stick to for a lot of people, you know. Apparently, I was looking at this, like, I can't talk. <laughs> I was looking at this statistic and, you know, 70% of people that um, make a plan don't stick to it. 70% of people. Like, isn't that just crazy that you, you know, if you've ever made a plan and like stuck to it and, you know, it's come out the way you wanted it to, you're literally in the minority of people that have made a plan and gone to their end goal. I just thought that was insane because it's like, if anything, that should motivate you to set more goals. If you have already made it into that 30% where you set a goal, no matter how big or small, like, oh, I'm going to get all A's this semester. Oh, I'm going to talk to more people and make more friends. Oh, I'm going to get in a relationship, but da 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 And you've done those things, you know, not that getting in a relationship should be a goal for anyone, you know, but you are in that 30% of people that have made a plan and stuck to it. And I feel that's so motivational and so inspirational because it's like, you know, you've already sort of crossed that threshold. So what's stopping you from doing it more? Like what's stopping you from doing it again? You know, you can do it, you know, with other aspects. Let's say this time you were like, oh, I'm going to work out four days a week. And you started doing that. Then you change it. You're like, oh, I'm going to, you know, try to eat a better diet diet then you change it you know and you you continue to sort of build off of this mentality of I can do it and I can you know change this about myself change that about myself because that's that's what I mean by the your mentality changes and then that's what brings the physical changes and those physical changes will last longer when your mental state is where it's supposed to be if you understand what I'm saying like for example have you ever (laughs) I I don't know if anybody else has been through this, but, you know, have you ever had that period in your life where maybe for like a month or two you were just eating the best ever, you were working out so well, you were so on your game with the skincare, you were doing everything you were supposed to do, you had everything together, your organization skills were amazing, and then you sort of like burnt out and you just didn't do it anymore and you just stopped. And then it was like... You know, you had that two-month period where you were just on it. You essentially glowed up, but it didn't last very long, if that makes sense. And that's, I think that's what a lot of people just need to avoid. You know, that's something that we need to avoid if you want your glow up to have longevity is that you need to shift your overall mindset and your overall emotional state in order to transform yourself in the way that you want to, is what I'm trying to say. You know, again, this is segueing into another episode because I, you know, I can't always, (laughs) I can't always talk so much about everything. You know, I have to leave something for later episodes. But I think, you know, that was just my piece on the, on the topic of how many times can you actually glow up and, you know, what are these different aspects of glowing up? And I hope I've, you know, talked a little bit about it and helped you understand a little bit more about this sort of phenomenon and, you know, what you can do to help yourself And, um, yeah, I think I'm just going to talk now, you know, because, you know, this is the girl chat segment. You know, I personally have glown, have glowed, glown, glowed up. I don't, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a past tense form, but I'm just going to say I personally have glowed up, you know, a lot of times. 
you know, before I used to sort of count essentially this, these glow ups that I've had, I used to be like, oh, well, when I was like 16, I had like this major physical glow up and I've only glowed up one time. But it's like, no, you know, you, you haven't because, you know, when you were 14, you had a mental shift that led you to be more positive when you were 15. Then when you were 15, you had a mental shift and, you know, or an emotional shift that caused you to, you know, express your feelings in a different way. So you glowed up there. And it's just like you can glow up so many times and not even realize it, guys. Like you, you really, you really can. And it's just, it's just interesting how, you know, we prioritize this one major shift happening. You know, you sort of do everything to achieve this physical attractiveness that doesn't last long because your mindset is wrong. You know, it's just crazy. <laughs> and I I thought this way too. Like I sometimes, like it's hard. Every day is, every day going forward is, you know, a new day to try to do these things. But, you know, I genuinely thought this way for so long. And then I realized and I was like, wait, you know, I did kind of like, that's a glow up, you know? So I just wanted to sort of share that and let you guys know that, you know, you can go multiple, multiple times. Like sometimes genuinely like a lot of people like they see me and (laughs) they see me now and they can't believe for the life of them that I had an awkward phase and I did have an awkward phase my awkward phase was probably from the time I was like (laughs) I don't know from the time I was like maybe 11 to the time I was like 15 I it was (laughs) it was rough guys it was rough let me just say that but because you know, because I was always so social and so, you know, popular and, you know, knew how to conduct myself in a proper way, you know, that awkward phase never really influenced, you know, how I talked to people and how I was around people and, you know, the people, how people liked me because I just didn't let it, you know, when I was 11 to 14, I, or what did I say, 15, <laughs> 11 to 15, genuinely 11 to 14, but I'll throw 15 in there because I wasn't, I wasn't really... I wasn't really there yet, you know, when I was 15. So, um, yeah, that was a time where I really had to rely on my personality, <laughs> I think. So, and then sort of, not not to say that, you know, you shouldn't always rely on your personality. I'm not going to be that person. But, you know, definitely my personality helped a lot <laughs> from the time I was 11 to 15 and then sort of, 16 onwards you know I'm still I'm still glowing up every day you know um but from 16 onwards it kind of became less on personality and more on you know what you would typically see as a glow up and I'm not gonna be on here talking about that but genuinely you know this is something that's so interesting when you do sort of you know, get more attractive and see this, like, newfound attractiveness and everybody thinks you look good and everybody's like, oh, this, that, this, that, you know, it's like, you just get treated so differently, like, people, I feel people genuinely, if you've never had an awkward phase in your life, you are so fortunate, but you're gonna need, (laughs) you're gonna need something in life to knock you down a peg, because going through that awkward phase, you know, if you do end up to be somebody that, you know, can be considered physically attractive is something that can really, really help you um, mentally. It can really help you understand the world better and not prioritize 
your own physical attractiveness as your currency in the world like you start to really understand people and your personality like takes shape and you you know start to be a productive member of society and not just someone that is like oh well you know I look good so I'm just gonna use that for the rest of my life because you know good looks don't last they really don't you know and that's why that's why you have to have you have to rely on other things like trust me um so yeah I think I think that was our segment on <laughs> on how many times can you go up. You know, I hope I helped a little bit in that segment, but you know, I think we're we're going to cut the podcast here because I think this is this is longer. This is a lot longer than the last one, you know, cuz we're getting more comfortable on here and we're talking a little bit more and getting to know each other better, but you know, if you made it this far, I love you so much. Thank you for listening, you know. Um, like I said, message me anytime about anything, the relationship advice stuff, the aesthetic word stuff, literally anything. Um, I really appreciate your feedback, guys. It means so much to me, you know, and, you know, I really genuinely wish the best for every, each and every one of you. Hope you have a great week going forward. And, um, this has been Rachel. I love you so much. And, you know, we'll be back here next Wednesday. So bye guys. Oh, 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 oh,